No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Well, hello. Welcome to Right Now podcast with New Right Network. And I'm with I'm Theory. And with me today is the legendary Matt Webb and Scott Moore of Politic the Podcast. Legend. And I like they, this show already. They love political circus, and uh, obviously we know there's no shortage of that around, and so we're going to get all the dirty details on what they've been dating into. So what do you guys have to uh, say? Tell us a little bit more about yourselves. So I think, you know, Politics is really just a, a, it's a weekly podcast about the absurdity of politics and um, how, in our opinion, it, it's really just kind of a, an assault on the common sense at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it started with us being really just two ticked-off people on Facebook, yes. talking back and forth, right? And so Scott and I used to do that a lot, and really it kind of started maybe even pre-last election, but definitely during that time period when we just became highly irritated, a lot of the, the bias that I think we were seeing every day, especially in the media. And Scott sort of has a background in that, um, in being a journalism major. I certainly have a background for, being for a ticked while, off. At least, right. And, and we're both good at being ticked off. So we, uh, that's a lot of what we talk about every week is just how, how incredibly biased the media seems to be these days. And we kind of break that down and, and, and get into things like, you know, if you don't read past the, the headline, you're, you're missing a lot of the substance. And a lot of times it's actually misleading. And so we try to break that down for our folks. And then also, we try to do some very subject-specific episodes every once in a while, which yes. has been, been really popular. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, in this day and time, I mean, it really does call for a PhD and being opinionated. I mean, people are out there just truly insane. It's, it's an open-air insane asylum. The one thing that it, it gets me is the fact that, you know, you can have, a, you can have an, a, an opinion in America these days as long as it's an opinion that agrees with the liberal bias. Yeah. And, and Otherwise, to me, you get doxxed, right? You get doxxed, you just get beat up <laughs> yeah. on social media, or you get termed a, or coined a, a racist or a, a fascist. And to me, it's just absurd. And, you know, I think what this show brings to, to its listener base is that there is an alternative um, ideology out there that, believe it or not, I think if you, if you listen to us, you're probably going to shake your head a lot and say, oh, my God, I actually, I actually agree with these guys. Um, it, it's... We we take that absurd approach uh, that the the middle the you know the liberal bias has and we we break it down and we dissect it and and, and kind of feed it back to someone and say how is this not absurd and how 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 can you agree with this and most of the folks in the country obviously aren't the the opinionated folks that you see on social media I mean they're not as far left or even as far right as you see and what we try to do is we're both fans of common sense. And a lot of times that common sense for me, at least, and, and sometimes you, I think tend to, tends to, to lean to the right, but we also call out the right if we think that. Yeah, I, I think something. it's a really good point in theory. Yeah. What we do on our show is that nothing and no one's going to be going to get a pass. Yeah. If you bring total crap um, to, to what you're saying, either in social media or in a written published article, 
Uh, we're going to call it out. Unless it's one of us, in which case. <laughs> then it's yeah. just brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, um, a lot of the deterrence is coming from the Republican Party, and, and I think they are uh, our, our eyes are on the left, and they're craziness we're not paying much attention to them but you know they're probably more at fault they've been doing their dirty deeds long you know even longer than uh this new crazy left that has risen up yeah they're a lot yep. to blame on that side but we're we're using the word echo chamber i think more and more because just a lot of the stuff we see especially and i think you're going to continue to see this through 2020 is that it just doesn't seem like the folks that are running the democratic party and those trying to lead the Democratic Party in, in 2020, understand what resonates with people. They, and, and, I, and I've said this on a number of occasions, theory that, you know, the Democrats are in, a, are in a serious position here, a bad position, because until they realize why Trump won and how he resonated so well with middle America, the actual electorate um, of America, they're going to miss the boat. They're going to lose again in, in 2020. And so far, I've not seen anything within um, their talking points within any of these debates that have come on that tells me that they figured this out, that they can point to a singular message that truly resonates with middle America. Um, the problem is, is they're being pushed to the um, to the extremities and, and in a lot of ways. So are the Republicans. But, you know, mm -hmm. um, but Democrats, they're the ones that are trying to oust uh, an incumbent president. Um, so they're being, you know, being shoved to the extremities for whatever reason. And, you know, they're going to have a heck of a time coming back towards the middle without losing a, a portion of voters that's going to be they're going to require to beat Trump. I think the, the best way to, to, to illustrate is Jill Stein. A lot, a lot of Democrats blame Jill Stein for not totally winning. Totally forget about Jill Stein. You know, she, she gets blamed for, you know, you know, losing the 2016 election. But I really think that when you had Hillary Clinton move towards the center, uh -huh. you know, towards the days approaching or the months approaching the actual election, they really alienated a lot of people on the extreme left. And it, 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 brought, it paved the way the for folks a candidate. Who have voted for yeah, paved, yeah, paved a way for a Jill Stein that was, um, you know, that was obviously going to be the uh, the person that Bernie Sanders uh, had that uh, those people, you know, lock, stock, and barrel. One of the things we talk about all the time, theory, is that Scott is one of those people whose vote is up for grabs. It he's, is. He's yeah. not going to vote strictly Republican down the line and down the ticket. In fact, I'm ashamed to admit since he's my friend, that he actually voted Democrat in a lot of local local elections. Absolutely. Not a shade at all. He's not. Mm -hmm. uh, but but the thing is, he's having to choose at this point who is his most, or I guess, less least favorite candidate. Sure. So, and and the Democrats aren't doing any favors in winning folks like him over. They're not going to, they, they've got a lot a less <laughs> chance of winning me, but they could win Scott. Yeah, a lot, a lot of these, these, these Democrats that ran in our uh, local elections, they're not running on, are you pro-abortion or, exactly. pro, or, you know, it, th that's not a, a subject that we can decide They're locally. reasonable Democrats. It's regional, yeah. it's, these are people that, that we essentially grew up with. You, you see them yeah. at Walmart. Um, they're, they're actual real normal people. They're not the talking heads you see in Washington. So they actually have a little bit more of a personable platform that they speak for. Uh, and to me, it, it resonates a little bit more to, to where I'm at, you know, who's not for, you know, you know, clean air, you know, clean yeah. parks or well-funded exactly. schools. Um, that's, that's kind of a no brainer, but, yeah. um, so yeah, I am, you know, kind of the one that's, uh, up for grabs when it comes politically, because I don't really have a, a position either right or left. I did originate from the Republican party. 
Um, but I'm not one that is uh, going to sell out by any means uh, to the Republican <laughs> well, Party. You aren't really seeing that widely. I mean, just think about it. So we have Trump come uh, in, in, onto the scene. And he's brought a different type of Republican, you know, uh, among us. And he's really created a paradigm shift. Everything's changed. We even have um, new terminologies, you know. <laughs> That's putting it lightly here, yes. Uh, it, it's a whole new system. And honestly, you know, no, it is not traditional a Republican way of, um, you know, being a politician and running things. And, and it actually is creating, you know, this so-called MAGA movement. That we all, um, you know, that we, we throw around and uh, we say so casually these days. But, you know, what is it really? It, it's almost a an independent movement to think it, it for yourself. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movement that has attracted, for some reason, a lot of the, the heartland of America. Mm-hmm. I really think that it's pro- you probably need to throw a restrict- restrictor plate on it, if you will, if you're <laughs> if you're a NASCAR fan, which I'm not. Um, but you, you need to temper any type of you know massive movement in this. A lot of this has to do with the inept um, side of the Democrats to produce a candidate that is um, likable. That's likable. Yep. Exactly. I think not in, in theory. You know, not a lot of people like Trump. I don't like Trump. But you know what? I have people in my family, 90% of my family voted for Trump. Yep. And I love my family. Lots of our listeners like Trump. You know, <laughs> and, and you know, there's, there's, a, there's a part of me that thinks, you know, I can't totally hate someone that my family likes. You said that before. Yeah. And it's, you know, to me, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's a difficult position, um, you know, to, you know to, to be completely against a guy that, you know, my entire family pretty much voted for. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what does give me pause, though, as you brought up theory, is the fact that, you know, he is changing politics in a wild, wild way. Um, and it, it's really do you vote for the devil you know or the devil you don't know? And I think in this particular case, you know, it's, it's going to be a pretty easy choice, this go around for most Republicans. He's an incumbent. You've got four years of at least knowing where you're at with him. Where it's going to hurt the Democrats, in my opinion, Matt, is four years from now. Oh, yeah. Okay. How do you pick a, a candidate that is going to be anything like him? Do you let the pendulum swing back towards the center or wherever it is? You mean the Republicans, right? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, or do you go out for someone that is even that much more of a um, uh, of a celebrity? I mean, oh, I don't mean, know who that would be. But I mean, I mean, Mike Pence is exactly like Trump, right? Oh my God! I mean, can you imagine him be the? He would lose by approximately seventy percent of the vote. Wow, he's pretty boring. Here's yeah. here's what's crazy to me. This thought was occurring to me while while you were talking is that actually, so absent, take away the language that Trump uses in some of his tweets, and actually, mm-hmm. you, you know, some of the negative connotations that come from them, and and the fact that the the liberals and and the left seem to melt down about everything he says, everything some hypersensitivity to all that. We're really seeing a, a very inclusive Republican Party, though. You're you're really seeing you're gonna have to explain yourself. I'm, you're losing me. Folk, but you're seeing more and more folks that are you know homosexual, that are African American, that are female, that are pro this and pro that. That typically would not find the party of the old white guy attractive. It, okay, so they're starting to see, and here's why I think they're moving. Trump is whatever whatever personality he is is causing such a meltdown and overreaction on the left. Yes. 
that he's bringing more and more people into the party that wouldn't be interested before because the left is not showing their hand. I don't know if it is Trump doing that yeah. or if it's the Democrats that are moving so far to the left. But who's making them that, do that? That some people don't want to be a part of. You just of can't it. identify with him anymore. But who's doing that? He's being the he's being the quote unquote well, bad the, guy. He's, yeah, he is he's the catalyst. He's the bad guy. He's the to catalyst. Push them so far left. That it's making everybody in America say, "Wait a minute, I can't, I cannot vote. I'm not this crazy." With that, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad oh, I he, that. he definitely, Trump definitely did break the backbone of political correctness, and yeah. it has driven driven people insane. Um, it, Absolutely. It, I, I'm not certain if if Trump derangement syndrome is a clinical um, condition yet, but it, it, it seems like it ought to be. I mean, be. People are yeah. generally disturbed and going losing their minds we right know before Alyssa Milano has it for sure right oh well, my goodness and, yes. and listen theory that's, that's part good. of the absurdity that i've subscribed to if you live your daily life with so much invested in who your president is and what he's saying yes. you need to get a damn life yeah quickly step outside guys listen i i saw that on uh you're you're doing weekly podcasts they're, yeah. they're everywhere fine podcasts can be found, Apple and Google. Uh, but it, it seems to me that you may have uh, prophesied the wall into existence. On the existence on the July 9th, you talked about a, a border wall with Breitbart, Brandon yep. Darby. And it says, yep. oh, and, and you, and you um, captioned it, what can be done about it? And then Trump says, well, here you go, guys. Um, oh, now now uh, we, we've won the Supreme Court five to four. Last thir- uh, Friday, and uh, now uh, Pentagon funds can be used to build a wall. So there you yeah. go. Uh, I believe you you brought that into existence. Congratulations. I, I think in a lot of ways I that the time. I think in a lot of ways that the the guest that we had on, you know, he he was absolutely incredible, fantastic. Yep. And those of you out there that didn't get a chance to listen to that particular episode. I highly recommend you go back and do it. Not because of us, yeah. but because we've had this gentleman on twice. We're and, great. And still. each and each time we've had him on, we've we've pressed off on record and 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 leaned back and Just said, let him talk. "My yeah. God, this guy's he. I mean, he might he may be a a Breitbart guy, uh, and I say that tongue in cheek, but the guy is incredibly intelligent, Absolutely. and he's and he's not really one of these guys that's a a teetotaler when it comes to building a wall." He's one that is a teetotaler for doing it in a common sense manner and actually having a policy that works mm-hmm. and a policy that is actually for, um, you know, something that is going to be um, better than what we've got. And, you know, right now we've got something that's created a human humanitarian crisis. Um, and it's, you know, I don't really blame Trump for that. I, I, you know, what we've had in the past theory is this. We've had. Decades, we have generations of politicians dating back decades that have said, we've got a problem on our southern border. We've got a problem on our southern border. And then we finally got someone that wants to do something about it. And then they want to hold everything he says against him. When you All you have to do is go back on YouTube and, and find out what, what um, Cl- Bill Clinton has said, what Hillary Clinton has said, what Joe Biden has said, what Barack Obama has sure. said. What Chuck Schumer yep. said, Nancy Pelosi Everybody. said, we've got a problem. And then suddenly he says it and he's a racist because he's trying yeah. to do something. You're he's right. He's a racist. And yep. to me, to me, going back to the assault on my common sense, you can't have it both ways. You yeah. can, but you're going to end up sound like an idiot. And, and to me, it's, you know, a lot of we are in this microwave generation 
uh, of America where things literally do not last past a day because of the news cycle. People forget. People forget what their elected officials have said, and it's said on point by script for many, many years. And then someone different gets in and they bring up, a oh, he's he's a fascist. He's a racist. He's, you know, he's he's a homophobe. Are you kidding me? You agreed with this exact same policy and actually condemned politicians for not doing something more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we had a uh, journalist with an advertising background uh, for decades. She took a a close look at the Democrat talking points and brought out so succinctly that, look, they basically have managers telling them exactly what to say, who to say it. Uh, remember uh, where uh, a, few, a few of those, uh, Elon Omar and a few of the uh, AOC the and a few of those yeah. other, yeah. yeah, the other squad, uh, back before they were the uh, known as the squad, um, they they all, so all of a sudden they started saying, hey, the wall is immoral. And they're talking, you know, everything's immoral and everything's very sinful. I guess that was a couple months ago. And she said, well, look, they're just, they're they're trying to attract Christians. They're, that's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're, to me, points. they're you know, puppets, basically. To, to, to me, theory, it's even worse than that. They're trying to gravitate more and, and, and capture the bandwidth of Christians, yes, uh-huh. by saying something is sinful and something is immoral. But it's just a matter of time, just a matter of time before someone in their mind says, okay, someone that does not subscribe to a higher intelligent being cannot decide whether something is amoral or sinful. Okay? That's, a, that's an assault on my common sense. You cannot have it both ways. To me, what they've done is they're diluting a terminology that they have never been fluent in. Mm-hmm. And it's going to dilute it to the point where it's going to be unusable for their side because people are going to start calling their bluff on this. There you are, but yes, even more. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think you hit on a very important point, and that is that when you talk about talking points, your listeners and our listeners need to go back if they haven't looked at yeah. how these folks got elected. They're elected through a national movement. And all their money is coming from, you know, places like Justice Democrats who are basically saying, we want national candidates in each of these districts. We're going to give them the platform. We're going to give them the money. We're going to help them get elected. And they're going to represent our movement, not necessarily their district. And you see that happening. You see that playing out. I see that playing out. But the problem, in my opinion, is if you make every single election a national election, you're actually it's going to be to the detriment of their party. Absolutely. Because their party needs a localized flavor. They need a candidate that has their finger on the heartbeat of America. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get that, they're not going to win another election. Yep. We can hope. <laughs> well, in, in theory, in my opinion is this, I've got, do I have a, do I have a problem with a Democrat being elected? Absolutely not. As long as they're able to bring positive change to our, our Republic. But if you bring someone to our Republic, that is a change agent so much so that we're going to be swinging all the way to the far left, and suddenly we're we're touching on socialism. I'm going to be against that. I'm going to, I'm going to can't help campaign against that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not completely against Democrats. I think as long as they can bring good ideas, and as long as they can bring a platform that is agreeable, um, you know, to uh, to improvement. Doesn't have to be to the right or the left, but to improvement, common sense improvement. I'm going to be for it. So Scott is for mythical Democrats, yeah. which is good to know. <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche. The normal guys. Let's see if we exactly. can find any. 
<laughs> Cinnamon, but Arizona, will take all day. On a national okay. level, it gets a little harder to spot, but yes, yeah, certainly does, yeah. on local levels. Guys, uh, Matt and Scott, where can where everyone find you online? So you can find us on Twitter at at WPolitikt. You can find us on Facebook at We Are Politikt. Uh, you can find us on Apple, iTunes. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms. And then we have a uh, site on Libsyn, but you can actually find us by going through our, uh, just go through our Twitter site, and we've got a link there that you can actually follow us on that as well. Um, but, you know, we're on Twitter a lot. We're on Facebook a lot, uh, commenting on things, and then obviously go download and subscribe to our, our podcast. And you'll find us at Politicon this fall. We're going to be there uh, for the first time. It's in Nashville. And it should be a blast. Stop by and see us at our booth. We'll either be there for one day or the whole time. It depends on if we get thrown out. Yeah. We'll be at Podcast <laughs> Row as well. Yeah, time. throw us an update on that. We'll be looking forward to that. We want to let everyone know you can find us at www.newrightnetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter and everywhere else at New Right Network. Hey, thanks for joining us, Scott and Matt. Thanks. Yeah, Have a great pleasure. Afternoon. Thank you. Yep. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.